Hey guys, it's Brie and Liana, and we are back again with another Velvet Butterfly podcast. And just to sum up our brand, like we did the last time, with Velvet Butterfly, we want to always be able to share our knowledge with you guys, as well as our experiences, to encourage our viewers to seek growth within themselves while embracing self-love. Yeah, I think, like, self-love, that's, like, an unconditional love. Right? You know, Mm. like, you being able to truly understand yourself, what makes you, you your emotions, your feelings, your body, the way you perceive things, and, like, wholeheartedly accept mm-hmm. yourself for who you are. Exactly. You know? I, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Were, you, were we going to say something? <laughs> I saw you. <laughs> I saw you. But also, because of our last topic, self-compassion, like, self-love, a lot of compassion comes with that, mm-hmm. you know? I feel like especially with us being the age that we're at and, like, in the place that we are at in our life – You know, being 20, literally trying to figure out our life, trying to figure out what we want to do, what we want to be, where we want to be at in like a few years, seeing other people and like where they're at with their life and being like, oh, fuck, well, I have to graduate with everybody. Uh I have to take these amount of classes. Mm -hmm. Um, I have to make sure that I, you know, I'm in school right now. Like right now, I still have to be in college and like all those things. Or um, I don't know, I just feel like it comes a lot with like, comparing like we always Mm -hmm. tend to compare ourselves to other people and like Mm self-love you have to try not to compare yourself to other people because I feel like you know in general like society has this um culture about it and like I think mainly specifically like a materialistic culture to it Mm -hmm. which like stresses like competition and like status and success or you know in air quotes to me, I feel like when I think about self-love, in my eyes, I feel like it's always just putting yourself first within every situation. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean – and that's not a selfish thing. It's because you have to really – I'm a person that really thinks about other people's emotions before mine. Even if I may act out on my emotions, I'm always thinking about the way the other person may feel. Mm-hmm. And then this happens to me like in relationships, within friendships. I'm always like – I understand how I feel and everything – but I always put myself second by accident. So that's something that I've been practicing and just being like, you're not being selfish to think about yourself for a moment. You know, Mm -hmm. that's not a selfish thing. It's because you need to, the same way you're trying to validate this other person, you need to validate yourself. And it doesn't, you know, that's what I'm saying, you know, shine. And then, (laughs) 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 but then I'm also thinking about like that whole, um, that whole quote that like every or the metaphor that everybody lives by is like you can't love someone else until you love yourself first and that's really a big thing because it's like how are you gonna say here give yourself give this other person all the love that you need to be giving yourself like Mm -hmm. you need to take care of yourself the way you're trying to take care of another person you can't Mm -hmm. uplift your you can't uplift somebody else if you can't uplift yourself so I feel like with self-love that's something that everybody needs to basically just sit back and work on within themselves because it really guides you through your day-to-day life not just through relationships it really guides you through your schoolwork your work life the way you um do things for yourself and other people and it's just something that's really a big thing that I feel like we're focused on but we tend to forget about sometimes it's like Mm -hmm. the same way you forget that breathing is something that you have to do because it's so automatic you need to turn it into something that you think about Mm -hmm. so like we said we're just going to build off the topic of taking time for yourself 
And we're going to give you guys some examples on where you may slip up because we slip up when we do it here. Honestly. So, yeah. (laughs) So, like, especially right now during finals, there's times that I have to really just sit back and be like, Bria, it is okay if you put this laptop down and, like, go work out or watch TV, you know? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like when it comes to stuff like that, like when you don't like when you're working so much, like you're going to work constantly, you're doing this routine that you forget, like when you're tired, you feel like, oh, my God, I'm being lazy. You know, I'm being unproductive. But it's like you just need to take time for yourself. Like <laughs> that's burnout, you know, yeah. when you physically just cannot do anything like again and you just have to really just take time for yourself. It's OK to do that. And I feel like that's something we all forget because within society, you're deemed to be unproductive or you're deemed to be lazy or um, you're not getting stuff done. And that's considered to be a bad aspect or a bad trait to have. But Mm -hmm. it's like, we're overworking ourselves every day. And it's like, that's not healthy for us. So our bodies need a break the same way your mind needs a break. So that's a part of self-love as well. No, yeah. Don't feel bad for allowing yourself time to like decompress. Like it's okay it's okay to like put other things first or even other people first, but there's always a time and place for that. And it shouldn't be a habit that costs you your mm-hmm. mental or emotional well being, you know? It's also important to basically just take accountability when you are taking time for yourself, basically. Mm-hmm. Me and Liana were talking about this earlier because it's like sometimes when um, you're caring for yourself, like, like too 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 much like you're like and we're don't try and think about like oh like f this like I'm not gonna go to work or like you know what I mean you know what Mm -hmm. I mean when I'm saying that yeah 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 we were talking about this um because I was telling her about this book that I've been reading um it's a really good book it's called Real Love um by Sharon Salzberg and um there's a quote in there it said loving yourself is holding yourself accountable to be the best you can be in your life narcissistic love has nothing to do with accountability so like knowing because I feel like some there's some sort of association um, that people can tend to make with like self-love being selfish or like being narcissistic and making things every like making you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. like making everything about them but self-love is like far from that Mm -hmm. um Loving, like it said in the quote, loving yourself is holding yourself accountable to be the best you can be in your life. So like if you know that you need time for yourself, if you know that maybe you should take a couple days off of work, maybe you should not be out too much and you're trying to make more time for you, you know, mm-hmm. personally. And like um, working on your own creative projects. Work, if exactly. You need to, like Working on anything that has to do with working on yourself and like yeah. bringing happiness and more more happiness to your life. Right exactly because I had to I had to do that myself with schoolwork like I was saying there was times that I was like pushing like stuff that I had to work on for like Monet's closet and it's like at the end of the day I had to think to myself and be like my creative work is going to get me where I need to be because it's Mm -hmm. like something I'm majoring in but it's like you can't push aside what means the most to you and like that stuff that makes you happy because you're not going to be content when you're trying to put that energy onto something else Mm -hmm. so I was like girl like (laughs) you take time for yourself the same way you have to take time for yourself in relationships from the quote in the book loving yourself is holding yourself accountable to be the best you can be in your life you're doing those things for you but at the same time you're still keeping 
you know, your priorities straight, you're still making sure that other people aren't let down. You know, for example, if you know that you need to take time off of work, if you know that you need some more time for yourself, like some more Liana time, some more Bria time, then you're going to let other people know that, you know, you're going to be taking this time. If you're not going to be on your phone throughout the day because you feel like you just need to get off of social media, you just need to be in the present, you need to be in the now, you still let other people know that, hey, I'm not going to be on my phone. You know what I mean? You're still being accountable for things, Mm -hmm. yet you're still making that time for yourself. Mm -hmm. And narcissistic love is like, you're not allowing accountability. It's like, you're just kind of being making everything about you in a way of like, oh, fuck everything. I'm not even going to tell my job that I'm not coming in today. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally like, please don't my do that. Head and like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's the accountability mm-hmm. that makes it really different. Yeah. So I was just gonna, I was gonna mention about like narcissistic love within relationships because it is a thing and it's something that people don't notice all the time. And I didn't notice it as we all know. (laughs) So it's like, when I say narcissistic love, I mean, as existentially, basically, like, it's not, it's internal for the other person, because they're letting that be expressed to towards other people and the way they treat other people and the way they handle situations. But when I say existentially, I also mean like gaslighting and understanding the signs of when Mm -hmm. that's happening. Mm -hmm. Just say, for example, just say you're talking to like your significant other or a friend or um, your mom or dad or whatever the case may be, just say you're explaining the way you feel about something and that person begins to undermine your feelings or not even just undermining them. They push aside everything you just said, everything on how you feel, all the examples, even if you had um, facts about the way you were feeling, they decide to put themselves in the center and turn themselves into the victim and then mm-hmm. start blaming you and finding that scapegoat within you the person that they're talking to mm-hmm. that is gaslighting and that is the biggest problem that we have now because when someone is not validating your feelings you start to question yourself if you're feeling the right way or you begin to focus on the way that other person is feeling and push aside the way you're feeling and that is a problem so mm-hmm. this is when self-love comes into the situation and you have to sit back and be like whoa whoa, 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 whoa hold on like nobody was even talking about you <laughs> like no I'm trying to tell you how I'm feeling and you're trying to put yourself in front and I'm not saying it's a problem when the other person is trying to explain how they're feeling but they need to also validate the way you're feeling in the process rather than trying to gaslight the situation and be like no 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 wait what what but this is how this is how I feel (laughs) you know like push pushing like you know or taking your words twisting them literally making a whole potion out the shit and then just like (laughs) like you know what I mean because there's a difference between validating somebody else's feelings and sharing the way you feel than Mm -hmm. pushing anything that they said Mm-hmm. push like literally I'm just pushing <laughs> that shit all the way back like all the way back bro and then you're just like okay but this is this is how I feel like fuck what you said this is how I feel I don't remember what you said like that's different mm-hmm. that's yeah. what I mean by gaslighting and that is narcissism in its true form because the like per, a person who is narcissistic doesn't even notice that they are narcissistic and that is an issue mm-hmm. so this is why you have to this is why we're saying that you need to love yourself before you place yourself within a situation or a relationship because you're going to end up giving all that love that you need to have for yourself to the other person. And then you're not going to have any for yourself. And then it's going to be this cir- this It just cycle, give, give, give. Right. This cycle of giving, this cycle of a toxic relationship, and this cycle of someone that just... Cool child. <laughs> <laughs> 
thing. But that's what I'm saying. Tell them, best so friend. Tell them. Tell them. It's just like, <laughs> this is what I'm saying, y'all. Self-love is just, you know, it's a, it's a really big thing because it's like, if you don't have self-love, going back to what Liana said in the beginning and comparing yourself to others, you're really going to bring yourself down. And that is unhealthy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just very mentally, it's unhealthy. Let's bring this to like uh, comparing, okay. making comparisons, like comparing ourselves to others or comparing ourselves, you know? Yeah, go ahead. Like, um, like I said in the beginning, like, I feel like society has this materialistic culture <clears throat> to it. Mm-hmm. you know and like it'll stress competition status or success over character and like emotional intelligence mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. I feel like the more social comparisons that we make the more likely we're to make negative comparisons that in a way yourself, yeah allow us mm-hmm. to like belittle ourselves mm-hmm. and that the more sensitive we are to social comparisons, the more likely we're to bring ourselves this unhappiness Mm -hmm. that's behind those negative consequences Mm -hmm. of those social comparisons, Mm -hmm. you know, like body image, Mm -hmm. you know, always comparing, especially with women, you know, always comparing your body image to that model on Mm -hmm. Instagram. That happens with men too, though. Like, yes men who, too definitely who don't feel like they're either like muscular enough or don't mm-hmm. feel like they fit the initial body mm-hmm. type that they need to fit and this is like I'm actually writing <laughs> I'm writing a research paper about this guys <laughs> and it's um I discuss like self-fetishization within the research paper because this is this is the um the outcome of comparing yourself to people on social media like influencers and everything and those people I'm not saying everybody, but there are accounts that are starting to expose like the realities of social media and everybody's like everybody's body type is different. And some have been surgically either improved or altered, you know, and then Mm -hmm. we may look at them and be like, oh, my God, they're so perfect. I'm trying to get my body like that. And then self-fetishization is basically when you're trying to you're trying so hard focusing on yourself to get your body to look like the one that you're looking at and comparing it to. So Mm -hmm. you're like falling under this wing of like materialistic stuff trying to buy the same things these people are buying and Mm -hmm. that's when it becomes a problem because you don't you're not holding that love for yourself you know and it's different it's different if you're just trying to like work out to be like toned and everything like that and like trying to do it for yourself and like using someone as like an inspiration on like how they came from this to something else for a positive note but when it turns negative is when you're bringing yourself down, looking at yourself in the mirror and you're like, I hate everything about me. That's mm-hmm. the that's the issue, you know? Yeah. And I'm not saying it's easy because I feel like everybody has gone through this, whether they admit to it or not. I do feel like everybody goes through the stage of when they don't like what they're looking at in the mirror. And you have to come out of that dark area of yourself and try to improve the things that you may dislike or want to change. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm saying like, it's different when you want to change something on your body in a positive note. Like if you don't, if you want to work out more, that's different. But as long as, it, as long as you're doing those things for yourself and not trying to do it for someone else or trying to appear a certain way and like take pictures a certain way, that's different. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm not saying like, oh, don't do this because I'm telling you not to. I'm just saying as long as it's coming from a place of like wholesomeness and love for yourself, right. that's, that's the positive note from it. Right. But yeah, with that being said, I feel like with self-love, there's a lot of 
growth and confidence you know when you Mm -hmm. improve your self-love you become more confident you become more bold and you like take actions knowing that your voice is as important as anyone else's Mm -hmm. you know I feel like it's so easy to like invalidate your beliefs or your emotions or your fears or anything because there's a lack of self-love you know underneath all of that like if you truly believe that your voice is as important as the person next to you's, then you wouldn't be afraid to say these things, you know? Yeah. Or, like, bring them to light to other people. Right. I, I agree. I feel like we also need to touch upon the topic of, like, trying to find love from other people because you don't have mm-hmm. enough for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've seen this within, like, other people when they feel that, they have to be like in a relationship or that they feel like they have to have a significant other in order Mm -hmm. to receive that love that they're lacking within themselves. And it's like, I feel like for those, for those people or people who are experiencing that or don't notice that that's what's happening, you really have to sit back and be like, wait, why do I feel like I have to be in a relationship? Mm -hmm. Why do I feel like I need somebody to talk to like, meaning, like, you need to be in the talking stage. Like, there's mm-hmm. no, there's absolutely no way that you can't just sit and be by yourself for a moment. Yeah. And I feel like that's, that's like a really, that's a problem, you know, because you're trying to seek that within someone else, that happiness, that contentness, that groundness that you need to have for yourself, but you're seeking it from someone else. And as soon as that person leaves, you go seek it to another person. And yeah. that's, that's a really big issue because you have to realize and notice, wait, why why is this happening? Like, do I even love myself enough? Why do I need to val- mm-hmm. get validation for other people? Right. And I, you know, and I don't know what that stems from. I don't know if that stems from childhood. I don't know if that stems from social media or not feeling like you're um, up to par. I don't know what it mm-hmm. is, but I feel like that's just a main component, component, excuse me, within self-love that like a lot of people have to work on because I think I did that once, like growing up in high school mm-hmm. or like, I don't know. I don't know. I think I've seen in other people mostly, but, like, I have noticed, like, okay, Bria, like, you can take time for yourself. Like, that's different, you know? Mm-hmm. But just notice those signs. Like, there's a lot of – I know people are probably thinking back, like, dang, like, I did this stuff. Like, I needed <laughs> that. Like, you know? Yeah. So, like, we've all done it at some point. Not, like, either – like, one of these. Like, we've all done one of these things at some point. It's just – it's okay to realize that as long as you're realizing when it happens or realize it after it happens. Mm-hmm. I feel like – these things do come from if anything like childhood you know Mm -hmm. because I do feel like childhood does play a big part in how we interact with other people you know when we Mm -hmm. as we get older looking back at your childhood and you know this is the thing right about your childhood like obviously we have no control of how our childhood plays out we have no control of how we're brought up we have no control over the environment or the people that we're surrounded by. Yeah. Um, But I feel like if you get to a certain point in your life where you can look back at your childhood and relate some sort of kindness towards it, even if it wasn't the best or most beautiful childhood, you know? Yeah, because people a lot, there's a lot of people that have like really bad childhood. So Mm -hmm. we're not trying to undermine any of those traumatic experiences within anything because it can be and there's just like it's people have really different lives (laughs) and it goes to that point of like when you're looking at other someone else's life and then you realize dang you know 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, continue what you're saying. I just wanted them to understand, like we're no, not trying to like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Obviously, you know, everyone goes through their own, and mm-hmm. you know, obviously, any type of childhood trauma that's really hard to look back at and fully like into depth. Like I feel like there's always a surface level of everything, mm-hmm. and I feel like it like depending on what that childhood looked like for you, mm-hmm. it's hard to go into depth. You know, mm-hmm. into like what ever fear or like pain that you went through right Mm -hmm. but I feel like with self-love you need to be able to allow yourself to feel and like allow yourself to feel fully you know we're all human here like if it's pain if it's fear if it's happiness or excitement allowing yourself to feel fully helps you better understand yourself and realize that you're not your feelings yeah you know I feel like when it comes to childhood and whatever um, experiences that um, people had with their childhood, I feel like it's so easy to not want to look back at it specifically Mm -hmm. because you don't want it to define you. But I feel like, like, you know, if you're, if you have fears from your child because of your childhood, don't reject your fears. Like you have to understand them. And notice where it came from to fix it. Exactly. Your past does not define you. Your past never defines you. The way that you decide to look at it and the way that you decide to move from it, that's mm-hmm. what shows who you are. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's like when it comes to like your childhood, you really like question like a lot like, oh, is this how is this why I react to things like this? Or is this why I don't mm-hmm. have like enough like self-compassion for myself? Is this why I'm so guarded like for myself or all mm-hmm. anything that like really stems from the way you were treated as a child or an experience that you suppressed for so long, but it's starting to arise again, or you try not to go through that same experience. I don't know. It's Mm -hmm. a very, like childhood is like a very different thing. That's like, (laughs) it really defines what's the word. I don't want to say like your mental state, but I do feel like your childhood really contributes a lot to the way you do things in your because I've been noticing it a lot at this age. <laughs> no, same. Yeah, like, this, I, don't know what, I don't know what's going on. Y'all. Yeah, right now I'm on my fucking... Uh... Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, I feel like we're both in, like, a healing process. Yeah, right now we're, like, kind of doing our own. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> she, she didn't even have to throw me under the bus. <laughs> listen, listen. I mean, that's it. Doing your own thing because you are, honey. But <laughs> I am freaking crying, bro. <laughs> God damn, not you spilling the tea. Oh, <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I didn't, say na- <laughs> I didn't say nothing. So, back to you know, the childhood and what we were talking about, you know, how it can affect how we interact with people now. I feel like it also can somehow affect how we decide the decisions that we make when it comes to accepting anything that life presents to us. You know, like this could be opportunities with work, relationships, friendships, family, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, you know, with self-love, you need to know that you deserve all of those things. Obviously, if it's healthy, if it's not, (laughs) get that shit out. But (laughs) I feel like, you know, depending on how your childhood was and how it 
tended to affect your view on yourself. Mm -hmm. If you want to bring self-love into your life, you need to know that whatever positive opportunities that come into your life, Mm -hmm. you deserve it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because I feel like during the whole like race to like get admitted to college and everything, Mm -hmm. or like the whole race to have a full-time job or to have your license and all that stuff, all of that isn't like in that process, you were comparing yourself to others because you realized that other people had those things before you. So then mm-hmm. you feel like you have to do all of that stuff, but it's, you have to question, am I really doing this for me? Am I even ready to get my license right now? Or am I doing it just because everybody else has it? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I feel like with me, the way I've been noticing like my childhood, like starting to arise or like certain things, <laughs> like, <laughs> like starting to appear again at, at the age of 20 years old, I've definitely noticed, I've been questioning my need to be independent. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, I don't know if it's like within me or like if it's my spirit, whatever. I don't know what it is, but I have this like genuine need to be independent and do things for myself. Like Mm -hmm. I hate, I hate relying on people. I truly dislike it. And -hmm. when I do have to do it, like I, I feel content in it because I'm like, okay, if you were able to do it yourself, you would do it, you know? So that's Mm -hmm. my, that's my way of loving myself and validating. If I were able to do it by myself, I would like, I feel like Mm -hmm. we have, this problem with looking at your age as like we place age on where you should be within your life and that's a problem because Mm -hmm. it's like not everybody's path is the same exact way everybody's path is different and that's why it's like you have to just be like my life is not the way it's gonna it's not like the next door neighbors it's not like my cousins it's the way it's going because it's supposed to go that way Mm -hmm. and things are gonna happen when I'm ready or when it needs to be because that's your path that's set up you know? Right. So it's like when you have that love for yourself, you're able to recognize those, the issue with comparing yourself to others and realizing <clears throat> if I was meant to be at that stage, I would be, you know? And it's like, or I haven't, ta- or I haven't taken the steps yet to make myself be at that stage. And it's okay if you haven't, because every, like I said, everybody's life is different. Mm-hmm. So when it comes back to me feeling, having to feel independent or be able to do things for myself, that may be different with Liana because, you know, we're in different stages, but I'm not going to ever like look at you and be like, oh my God, like best friend is in a different area. You know what I mean? (laughs) And if I do, I have to recognize why I'm doing that within myself. And that's when it stems back to self-love. So, Mm -hmm. all right. So I just want to bring up a quote before we end this podcast really quickly. And Liana was sharing with me about this quote that she found from TikTok. And it basically says people can only meet you as far as they've met themselves. And I kind of want Liana to elaborate on this, on why she shared this with me, because I feel like she has a very good explanation on what this quote means. And I feel like this would be a very nice way to end our podcast here. So if you're able to view things a certain way, if you're able to um, look at your emotions and feelings in a certain way, and even look at yourself in a certain way, but someone can't seem to grasp that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they haven't done it within themselves. Exactly. Exactly. Because this, this actually, wow, this actually happened <laughs> to me. Like mm. this is actually really recent because it's like you and another person may have like basically different and a different outlook on the world and not mm-hmm. realize it yeah. until you're having conversations. Right. And then, like, this other person may not know that you two have different outlooks on the world, but, like, can't grasp that you guys have that difference. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, like, this is when it comes to, like, this whole idea of, like, values and, like, a different mindset. And some people can't understand the fact that you may not have that shared mindset, but don't understand why. 
but it's mm-hmm. because it's like you guys are like m- mentally on different levels right? Yeah, right and it's like you can't if someone hasn't noticed that within themselves when you try to explain that to them they're not going to understand it mm-hmm. you know what I mean yes. so I just felt like that would be a good way to end this podcast so I would do do with that quote as you may please guys and really I like I don't like want to give you guys an assignment. I feel like this is always like a lecture, but just <laughs> like, just try and reflect. Like, I just like, I want people to like reflect on like what we say and like try to notice it within themselves so that they can help themselves, you know, yeah, move forward from like whatever they're holding on to or realize that they want to have more self-love within themselves so that they can be their better self. You know what I mean? So, right. Yeah. But all right, that's all we have for today, guys. We love you, and thanks for joining us. So see you next Sunday when we talk about fetishization against women of color. And that is a large topic, and I'm trying to hold myself back from already talking about it in the (laughs) self-love podcast. But stay tuned because the both of us got experiences and stories that you guys definitely want to hear. You want to hear it. Period.